0: Yeah, and they all have their own unique, like, little bias. They have, like, little names and
1: everything.
0: (laughs) Yeah, each one has a name. Uh, The first game, they weren't super expressive, but there was... Because each... The game splits the monkeys up into, like, a number of different types. Like, there's the standard yellow pants ones, which are just the normal... There's uh, the blue pants, the light blue pants ones which are super shy and yep. easy to catch. There's the dark blue pants ones which run really fast and are a pain in the ass. <laughs> um, there's the, the black pants ones which have freaking, uh, they've got like this, you know the 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 sunglasses that Squirtle had in the Pokemon anime. Yeah,
1: don't they? they, they have... have... Did some of them have guns? Yeah, I yeah, that's what I'm saying. Tra- okay, they they okay. had
0: they had those shades on and then they had like machine guns, but they're terrible. <laughs> Their terrible shots yeah. that was their gimmick <laughs> hey guys and welcome back to the gaming and collecting podcast on this episode me and alex will be discussing one of sony's more forgotten franchises in recent years the ape escape franchise the series designed around the dualshock controller and revolving around capturing monkeys. It's very strange, and it's very Japanese. But honestly, that's kind of why we like it. It's super out there. But anyways, guys, thank you for joining us again as we discuss the games that shaped us. So, how you been?
1: I've been trying to sleep, but I can't because I have a demon cat. Who has a vendetta against my alarm clock?
0: Oh, <laughs> well, that's fair. Yeah.
1: Well, I keep getting woken up at like two or three in the morning to hear the sounds of push, push, like things knocking over, and seeing my alarm clock almost fall on the floor.
0: <sighs> it's it's just the one. It's the wonderful part about owning a cat.
1: <laughs> it's it's one of you the, never know <laughs>
0: what they're thinking.
1: I just don't know if she's like, alright, I'm hungry, feed me. If she wakes up, she'll feed me. Or if it's, hey, I don't want her to leave, and this device makes her leave, so I'm gonna smack it until it makes her not leave. Which has happened before, actually. She has knocked it over, unplugged it, and I didn't hear my alarm. (laughs) And I was late for work. So, I really don't want that to happen. I'm thinking of like command stripping it to the table at this point.
0: Well, that you should have a backup alarm too, like with your phone.
1: I did, but I slept through that too because I was really exhausted.
0: Well, that sounds more like a you problem than anything.
1: Well, man, I mean, how have you been? Let's talk about you instead. Um,
0: Yeah, well, I was up. (laughs) Probably until 2 in the morning last night taking pictures for the blog.
1: Why? Why are you like this? Why would you do that to yourself?
0: Because it's the only quiet part where I have endless time to do it. And <laughs> honestly, I've, I had nothing else to do at the time.
1: Oh, okay. But why 2 in the morning? I can't even stay up that late well, anymore. I s- I'm so tired. I s-
0: I, it was like 11 when I started and by the time I was done it was 2.
1: Oh, okay. It was one of those things that where you got started then you like couldn't stop and then when you did stop you were like, Oh. Whoops, time for bed
0: Well by the end I was kinda like, ugh, I wanna go to bed but I have to finish what I'm doing. So I was Yeah. Just you were get, committed. getting those final shots. Yeah. Basically I wanna have enough material to last at least two like two to three weeks, so
1: Oh okay, that's good. Oh, I also have another Hopefully. funny story. Okay. <laughs> so our mother was cleaning my closet because I told her since I'm not living there I was like well you might as well take out all my old clothes and stuff that I don't wear or like all these old toys and like donate them and then she can use that closet as her closet because um, our mother loves clothes um, so I wanted her to have it so she started doing that today and she finds a diary of mine and she read it <laughs> i'm so upset (laughs) but you want to hear what was the funniest part it must have been a day that we so our mom used to always make us go get christmas pictures every year so the diary was from that day and i guess i wrote the diary about i hate getting my christmas pictures done (laughs) And mom was like, "I didn't know you hated it." And I was like, "Of course I hated it." Well,
0: of course we did because it was you'd have to dress up and then you'd yeah. have to go to the freaking mall. freaking mall and, and like, walk
1: around in these fancy outfits. You did not have it as bad as me though.
0: It still wasn't fun, especially I... cuz it's like if if like you got like that messy even like in the slightest that the world was going to end.
1: <laughs> but the the best part was <laughs> the diary goes yeah, I was really upset, but mom bought me a fancy shirt and some gum, so it was okay. <laughs> and all it took was a, a shirt and a pack of gum to make me feel better. <laughs>
0: well, you're kind of simple like that sometimes.
1: I guess so, but it made me, I mean, I was, <laughs> I don't know how to feel about it, but it did make me laugh. Look
0: You could be, be bought with gum.
1: Yeah, I can be bought. Not anymore, but I guess back when I was like ten, I could be bought with gum.
0: <laughs> That's all right. I, I I informed our mother last night that um, I didn't do homework my entire senior year.
1: What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, How did
1: you pass?
0: Oh, I just I I, I would copy other people's work oh, like an hour before class. The... Okay. I was checked out before senior year started, Alex.
1: No, I get it. I mean, I hated senior year too, but I still did my homework. Um, it
0: was useless and it was a waste of time, so why bother doing it?
1: Oh my god. I had other you, things
0: I wanted to you're do. You're
1: crazy. No.
0: Like play video games.
1: Yep, good job. Proud of you.
0: Which is what this podcast is about.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. Sometimes. <laughs> so I guess everything works out for a reason. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, anyways, that's how we've been.
1: Yep, that's how life has been.
0: <laughs> but anyways, um, the, the actual topic for this podcast is we're actually going to be discussing one of... Uh, it's... I wouldn't say it's obscure, but it's not really in the in the limelight these days. Uh, we're going to be talking about Sony's Ape Escape franchise. Ape
1: Escape.
0: Now, Ape Escape was... Ape Escape is kind of like one of those... It's a weird series of Sony's because we we did get the main games, but we also didn't get a significant amount of the series over here. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyways, the series was developed by Sony's internal Japanese studio, Yeah, and And... it was released very late into the PlayStation 1's lifestyle, uh, lifestyle, life cycle, back in um, (laughs) 1999. And yep. the first game was revolutionary because it was one of the f- games designed specifically around the DualShock um, controller, mm-hmm. and it made specific use of the both analog sticks for control. Yep. Which was interesting because most games at the time used the um, the left analog stick would be used specifically mostly for uh, no not not the left the the right analog the stick right. would be used for for camera control and mm-hmm. the left analog stick would be used for uh, movement. Okay. Now Ape Escape was unique because while the um ba- the face buttons are almost entirely unused in Ape Escape.
1: Oh really?
0: Like the the uh, circle, square, triangle and cross mm-hmm. are um basically they're they're used specifically for selecting what Uh, item or gadget you want to use in the game. Yep, I remember that. Because the whole basic plot of Ape Escape is Evil Monkey frees a number of other monkeys and they're all kind of crazy and basically your goal is go out and capture all of them in these wacky worlds to defeat the evil monkey. It's very very Japanese and it's very strange.
1: I was going to say that. It's a very Japan game.
0: (laughs) Yes, but it's incredibly charming and incredibly addicting to play.
1: Oh, yeah. It's, like, but, um, it's a really cute game. I mean...
0: It, it like, is. And those monkeys are, like, to this day still, like, one of the most iconic Sony, like, mascots, oh, yeah. even though they barely get any, like, games anymore.
1: I know. I'm, like, really surprised. Like, um, remember, like, Sony did, like, their version of Super Smash Bros? Was mm-hmm. it, Were the Ape Escape monkeys in it?
0: Yes, Spike was um, one of the playable characters.
1: Okay, that's good. I'm glad it got some relevance. <laughs> and
0: he used his mo- he used a model from like one of the Japanese games that we didn't get over here.
1: <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but um. Anyways, getting back to uh, Ape Escape One, mm-hmm. uh, what made Ape Escape the original Ape Escape so unique was its controls. As I was saying, it doesn't yep. use the face buttons. Instead, everything is basically controlled with the analog stick. Yeah. So like your main, you your two main gadgets for every for every Ape Escape game are essentially you have the monkey net and you have a beam sword. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. Both of which are controlled with the analog stick so you'd swing the analog stick in a direction and that's where the, uh, the net or the uh, sword would go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was kind of cool because it, it put a good emphasis on the whole capturing element because you'd have to kind of like sneak up on them and then swing it and get them just at the right time.
1: Yeah. It's also kind of I mean not realistic, but I guess it's more like I don't know. It not It was It feels fairly more realistic, like more like you have to swing it in order that that's what I'm getting the gist of. Like it's a more interesting instead of just like rotating the character and pressing a button. It's kind of
0: not, not um not, not I wouldn't say um realistic more I'd say innovative, I guess you could yeah, say. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's the word.
0: But what was weird though is because the uh, the face buttons were used specifically for um selecting gadgets on the fly, because you could set... You have, like, a large number of gadgets throughout the game, and you could basically hotkey four of them to uh, mm-hmm. the four face buttons however you yep. want. Although yep. the the most optimal way to play is have one the monkey net and one the saber at all times, and then the monkey radar is always set to. Yep. And then the other one you just kind of switch between what you need. Yeah. No, because um,
1: the games uh, utilize a lot of different gadgets as you explore the every world. Every
0: gadget is essentially... ...based around the analog sticks for control. It's it's wow. interesting. But um, one weird thing, though, is because the face buttons were occupied in that way... Um, ...you instead had to jump with one of the... Uh, I think it was like R, the R1 trigger.
1: Oh, okay. So that probably an... takes some adjusting to do... ...because you're more used to pressing one of the um, shape buttons instead. Yeah,
0: well, because X is normally the uh, the yeah. standard jump button these in most games. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, once you get used to it, it's fine... The jumping is a little stiff. It's very. It, it's kind of like Castlevania, where once you start moving forward, you're kind of like you have that momentum, and it's yep. very hard to like change your direction. But the platforming is designed around it.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Because the
0: game, because the game is primarily, it's like. It's kind of like Mario sixty four, mm-hmm. in style, where all that you go to each individual level, and but the goal. Basically, but instead of wish to like uh, the power stars you have to get um monkeys monkeys <laughs> but what what's funny crazy about the first ave escape was basically this the setup of that game is the monkeys went back in time and they're trying to re <laughs> reshape the world in their image by changing history <laughs> yep because you know <laughs> and uh, basically the level progression you start out in like the jurassic era with like dinosaurs you progressively move forward back to modern times throughout all the stages mm-hmm. and it's but what makes it really interesting is every monkey has like a very distinct personality
1: yeah like um isn't there like in the end like you can look through like a log of them and like see all the different monkeys yeah and, and they all have their own
0: unique like little bios they have, like, and, like names and everything <laughs> yeah They each one has a name uh the first game they weren't super expressive but there was cuz each there's the game splits the monkeys up into like a number of different types like there's the standard yellow pants ones which are just yep. the normal there's uh, the blue pants the light blue pants ones which are super shy and yep. easy to catch there's the dark blue pants ones which run really fast and are a pain in the ass <laughs> um there's the the black pants ones which have freaking uh they got like this you know the 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 sunglasses that Squirtle yeah. had in the Pokémon anime
1: yeah don't they, make- they have did some of them have guns? Yeah, I yeah, that's what I'm tra- saying. Okay, they they okay. had
0: they had those shades on, and then they had like machine guns. But they're terrible. <laughs> they're terrible shots. Yeah. That was their gimmick. Uh, then there was the red pantsed ones, which were like super aggressive and had like boxing gloves and were
1: Yeah, And they would fight you.
0: They they were harder to catch. Then there was the uh, the green ones, which had like arsenals of freaking like missiles and like stuff. They were probably the most challenging ones to deal with yep and then the last ones were the 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 white pants ones and they, they were kind of weird because in the first game they were basically just yellow monkeys but they had mm-hmm. were more alert
1: yeah they were like smarter
0: uh kind of in the all the subsequent games then they became they're blind as shit
1: <laughs> oh no
0: so you have to be uh, more careful with them yep it, it was it was an odd ch- change, and they had, like, these, like, swirly glasses, and, like, they couldn't see. It was odd. Oh. <laughs> That's but, funny. Um, yeah, that was... So the gimmick was basically you'd get... You'd go into a level, and you'd have a required amount of um, monkeys to catch... To move on to the next stage. So you'd go through this st- uh, level, and eventually you'd get to the end, defeat the final boss, and then... Surprise! You didn't catch all the monkeys, so he's back yeah. again, and you gotta go 100% find every monkey, and then you get the, a true final boss. Oh, and this okay. would kind of be the setup for every game in the series. Yep. But um, it was kind of cool, because the items were really, in like, unique, too, because they were all designed around, like, specific things. Like, you had the—so, obviously, the, the basic ones were the—you had the net, the sword, and then the, uh, the monkey the radar. The radar. But then you also had stuff like the uh, the hula hoop— Which, basically, you'd swirl around the uh, analog stick to make the thing activate, and then you'd run really fast for a short time. You needed it to catch the blue monkeys.
1: Yep. And then Um, wasn't there, like, a little, like... It was, like, a handheld little thing that helped him swim, like, faster? Yep, he had,
0: like, a swimming thing, and it had, like, a deployable net, so you could catch monkeys in the water. Uh, Then there was um, this weird, like... uh, The slingshot, and you usually would use that to get monkeys that were, like, hanging on, like, ceilings, fans, or, like, rafters.
1: Yep, so you can knock or, them down um, and catch them.
0: Yep, and then there was... Uh, my personal favorite was the RC car.
1: Oh, yeah! I remember that now. Which
0: you would you'd control with... The RC car was cool because you'd control it with one analog stick and you could still move around with the other analog stick. Mm -hmm. So you could, like, run in tandem, and it was cool, because you'd use it to, like, activate, like, switches and stuff, but you could also run into the monkeys with it and stuff. Yep. And just terrorize them. (laughs) Uh, So that was cool. Oh, and then there was the hover thing, which was, like, you'd, uh, swing it around in the air, and you'd fly up slightly to get to higher ledges. Oh, yep.
1: Yep, Because,
0: um, the reason why, because every level has more monkeys than are required to catch Mm -hmm. And the reason why you don't want to go and get them all is because you really can't get most of them until you have all the items anyways. Yeah,
1: which, uh, it's actually like a really good idea for the game because then it makes you like go back, like you have to go back and play the levels again, so it basically like doubles the game time.
0: Yeah, but it's cool because it's not encouraged to like go back and get them all right away, it's encouraged just to get through the levels and like get to the end and then go back. Yep. With all the stuff you've learned in, like, future levels, so then you have, it's, like, not even a problem to find them all later on. Yeah. And then, um, I love the soundtracks, too, because the soundtracks are, like, super, like, anime, just, like, ridiculously (laughs) upbeat and positive. Yes. The whole game, the whole, the whole games are just super anime anyways, and, like, Japanese to the max.
1: Well, especially, like, the, the main characters are, like, an anime character, and, like, so are, like, his it's all friends. It's very
0: anime-styled.
1: And, like, then there's mm. just the monkeys, who are just, like, monkeys, but everything else is really anime. Did it? Uh, I wonder, yeah. did Ape Escape have an actual anime?
0: Yeah, it did. It It had an anime and a cartoon, a US-made cartoon, like an American-made cartoon.
1: No. (laughs) I don't want to see the American-made cartoon. (laughs) It
0: was was actually made by, uh, it was made by the same studio that was, I believe, that's making the Castlevania series right now, so.
1: Oh, okay. So maybe it wasn't that bad,
0: but. (laughs) I've never seen, I didn't even realize it was a thing, so, but apparently. I'm going
1: to look that up. It was. I'm going to look that up. Now I'm really curious.
0: I doubt it was dubbed, but, um.
1: Well, the cartoon that th- was—I yeah, but... <laughs> could yeah. watch the cartoon, but I could probably watch the anime subtitle I'm curious; I want to see now.
0: <laughs> hmm. But uh, yeah. The, so the first game was like a critical darling; like everybody loved it. Like, yep. Just for its innovation, and it was so unique for the time, and it was kind of like. This was before like Sony had like definitive mascots, like because at mm-hmm. that point it was Crash and Spyro, but they didn't technically own Crash or Spyro. Yep. They were owned by Universal. Mm -hmm. So this was, like, Sony's first real, like, mascot-type character, like, that popped up on the scene.
1: Yep. But
0: uh, after the first game, then the series kind of... The series went a bit dark for a while, because we didn't get the next game in the series. Yep. Basically, we we never got any of the games that were experimental.
1: (laughs) Oh, really?
0: Because the next game was, uh... It was called... The series is called, like, Pipo, Pipo Sorrow, I think, in Japan. Yep. But the second game in the series that was released was called, like, P- Pipo Sorrow 2001 or Ape Escape 2001. Yep. And it's weird, because there was ads in, like, trailers for a possible U.S. release that just never happened. But it was huh. for the PS2, and the whole goal was it wasn't about catching monkeys. Instead, the the goal was the monkeys were all had dirty pants, and you had to suck the pants off the monkeys to clean it. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was it was weird.
1: <laughs> that's so weird. I've
0: seen I've seen gameplay footage. I want to get a, a Japanese uh, PS two at some point and import those over to play them because I'm I really am curious about these games.
1: I just get them in and be like, whoop! <laughs> it's pantsing the game. No, no, it,
0: it was pants. you had like a you had a vacuum gun.
1: Well, yeah, no, that's what I'm mad. I'm Just imagining like the pants just being like
0: whoop, <laughs> like it's game swept away. The gameplay was very similar to, like, Ava's (laughs) game, which is why I don't understand why we didn't get it, but...
1: I don't know, maybe (laughs) pantsing everyone was too controversial for the U.S.? I
0: I don't know, I I just don't think Sony had a lot of hope in the franchise over here for some reason, even though the first game was so successful.
1: Yeah. I don't know, Uh, things were weird, though, too, like, it might have come down to... Like, they, yeah. maybe they thought it wouldn't be translatable, <laughs> I don't know, like, I, to the uh, uh, English audience, I don't know, it, I don't know, video game companies are weird sometimes with their Yeah, devices.
0: but, um, anyways, yeah, following that one, then the next game that would release was the official sequel, Ape Escape 2, yep. which, um, was weird because, which leads me to my whole theory that Sony didn't have a lot of hope in the franchise was they didn't even publish it over here.
1: Oh really?
0: Yeah, it was published by Ubisoft of all companies in in uh, huh. North America. I think it, they they did publish it in obviously Japan, but also I think they did in Europe as well.
1: Yeah. But over
0: here, Ubisoft they had Ubisoft do it, which that's so I, funny. I never got that, but yeah. I don't know. It was probably a behind the scenes thing.
1: Yeah. Also, because like that does not seem like a game that Ubisoft would would. Published like from well, the Ubisoft or, or, games that I know now, like well, nowadays, just seems, Ubisoft it just used seems to, really out of character. It's just funny if, to me.
0: If you look back in like what Ubisoft used to publish back in the day, Ubisoft mm-hmm. was freaking mental back then.
1: <laughs> oh boy,
0: they published some <laughs> weird stuff, but right, um, then and,
1: I guess it was in character <laughs> at I, the time,
0: I, yeah. But, anyways, uh, Ape Escape 2 was obviously the first official entry in the, on the ps2 so it had this big shiny new graphics
1: yep
0: but what, what bothers me about ape escape 2 though is you play it now and all the monkeys look super off model oh they do yeah they don't look like the, they don't look like the uh the the artwork on the box they all look super like weird looking oh no like it's not awful but it's like <laughs> you can tell
1: the difference like it's like something's not quite right here
0: But anyways, the the story for Ape Escape 2 was, basically, you you don't play as Spike this time around, you play as his, like, I think either cousin or, like, friend, Jimmy.
1: I think it's his cousin.
0: I I don't remember, they both have red hair. But, um, what was, the plot basically is, the professor wants, instructs uh, Jimmy to send over monkey pants to the monkey park. Yep. And Jimmy is too lazy to do it the right way so he just decides to use the teleporter and like overload it but yep. he also accidentally sends over helmets monkey helmets yep. and one of them ends up getting in the hands of Specter the villain of the series the white monkey from the first first game yep and um so of course he takes over the freaking world again and but this time he's using these like magic like super bananas to like empower the uh, the freaky mucky five that's what they were called
1: yep who and were then,
0: basically because a uh, fun fact about the first game it really didn't have boss fights
1: yeah that's what i was gonna mention like this was the first time there was like mini bosses within well, it and then the official final boss fights
0: because in, yeah. in the first game the only real bosses were obviously specter and then there's like a a knight of armor in one of the medieval levels that's kind of a boss yeah but um yeah, anyways, going back, anyways, the, yeah, this game introduced the, uh, the Freaky Monkey Five, who were, <laughs> they, were all, they were, they were all color-based, <laughs> and they all had their own unique, like, personalities, like, in the, in Ape Escape 2, one of them, the blue one had, like, uh, he was, like, an extreme sports guy. Yeah. Uh, the, the pink one was, like, a, a singer, girl. but she also was, like, she's also a Sundare, so she was, like, she, no, not sundare, a, a yandare. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. She'd be like super nice But then once you beat her up She had like an evil like super mode
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: and then there was the yellow one And the yellow Ugh. one is, unco- the yellow one is super uncomfortable yeah, I is super hate the un- yellow
1: one It creeps it's me out to this day super
0: uncomfortable
1: He just doesn't but, even uh, look like a monkey He just looks like I don't know He looks more a, like a frog
0: He's the fat The fat like sumo the wrestler fat, one yep.
1: I hate him <laughs>
0: Uh then the the red one was like a superhero in the first game I think. And then yeah. the um, was he like
1: buff? Like was he the buff? He one? he
0: was buff and he farted a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that was, that was it. <laughs> uh and then the white one was like a, a mad scientist. <laughs> yep. But uh yeah, you'd fa- they would basically be the boss fights for the end of each like area, I guess you could say.
1: hmm
0: And uh the game still had like the same basic setup where you'd get a bunch of items progressively throughout the game that would help you collect all the monkeys. The thing with this one, though, is um, when you face off against the yellow monkey, he runs away before you can catch him.
1: Oh, yep.
0: So then you you fight off the... Once you catch Spectre at the end, the yellow monkey comes back and frees him along with all the other... Uh, uh, the freaky freaky monkey, monkey five, five. again. And then you have to go catch the rest of the monkeys along with face-off of all of them again. And then the final boss is a freaking giant uh, y- yellow monkey, and it's one of the most disturbing things in, like, video games.
1: Uh, I'm blocking it out. Cause, uh, I hate the yellow monkey.
0: <laughs> oh, he, well, he gets worse in the third game, but we'll get to I
1: that know! <laughs> but,
0: um... Yes, but anyways, it, it's basically the same exact plot. Um, there's a couple of new items, like there's like a, a banana boomerang thing <laughs> yep. that I remember, which was kind of cool. But for the most part, it was a decent sequel. Also, a thing I forgot to mention from the first game is there's also one of the running gimmicks of the main series is each game has like a selection of mini games that you can play.
1: Oh yeah. On the
0: side, and like the first game had like this monkey boxing one. There was like obstacle courses you could do uh the second game had like a soccer mini game i remember yeah. <laughs> and uh there was uh that but uh one fun thing about the uh uh Ape escape 2 that i always remember only for the north american like uh, north american version mm-hmm. the dub the dub for that game the the studio uh, was i believe they got four kids cuz literally the dub cast is jimmy is literally um uh, veronica taylor so ash yeah and then um i forget i forget her name but the uh the girl character is uh misty's voice actress Yep.
1: Yeah. oh the that's profess- really funny
0: the professor is dan green so it's like it's yugi it's basically
1: <laughs> the pokemon it's it's video. it's for, it's four
0: kids it's, it's the four kids, kids cast did that's all the voice so funny. but oh. it's it's really weird because europe the european version used a different Dove cast
1: oh that's so weird
0: But they also re-released Ape Escape 2 on the PS4 recently, and Mm -hmm. they based it off the European version, so it was the European dub, and it was really weird.
1: Oh, wow. Is it, like, um, did they remaster it, or is it just the same game but released on the PS4? It's
0: remastered in the sense that it works on PS4, and it looks it's in HD, technically, but, I mean, it's the same game other than
1: that. Okay. Um, Oh, also, one thing about... uh... I'm not sure if this was an ape escape one but uh was in apes ape escape 2 that they also made like you know how like there was the monkeys that were like in certain costumes yes like, at this was the point...
0: introduction of the um ape escape 2 was like the point where they got super like expressive like they all had their own unique a lot of them had like unique designs and uh, it wasn't super crazy with two but let's just say it this it was a thing that would get expanded upon as the series went on oh yeah yeah <laughs> Yep. Yeah. So, well anyways um other than ape escape Ape escape 2 was i don't re- honestly i don't remember Ape escape 2 reception wise i know it didn't do as well as the first one
1: mm-hmm. but, but i it, think that partially has to do with like the the time in between of the releases of the game you know what i'm saying yeah like, that
0: and by by that point the whole analog stick gimmick wasn't as
1: yeah like unique. the hype was down, like I feel like if they had like that middle game, the two thousand one where they were stealing the pants, then maybe it would have had a more consistent. Um...
0: Maybe it's it's hard to say.
1: No, yeah, you never know, but maybe it could have influenced it. But I definitely think the fact that like there was a long time between releases definitely didn't help with the.
0: I think the other issue too was by that point Sony had such a large amount of like
1: that too. B- basically,
0: Sony by that point Sony's like American like branches were like they were on a tear at that point because obviously you had naughty naughty dog was making uh, jack and daxter at that point yep um insomniac they weren't owned by uh S- sony at that point but they were making the ratchet and clank series
1: yeah sly cooper and then,
0: and then sucker punch was making sly cooper so there was yeah. just so many sony was like plat. everyone calls nintendo the platforming king but sony had like a, the big three of platformers from that era that i remember
1: yeah no there was a lot at that time.
0: And they were all good, that was the thing, and hmm. I think Ape Escape, Ape Escape was good too, but it was... I guess not... I don't know. It, it was different. Hmm. And I think, too, that the whole... By that point, like, I think the whole analog setup on games had become standardized with control in one and camera in the other, Yeah. and I just think the whole setup of Ape Escape just doesn't... Ape Escape won't work with a traditional camera and control system, as we'll get to with a certain uh, game later. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But um, anyways, guys, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back.
1: We're back!
0: So, continuing on, after um, Ape Escape 2, uh, we got one of the... we actually got a spinoff over here. We got Ape Escape Pumped and Primed, which was a party game, <laughs> kind of like mini game compilation thing. Yep. Uh, and this one was weird because it came out in Japan and America, but Europe didn't get this one for some reason.
1: Huh, weird.
0: <laughs> I, I don't.
1: I guess, I are party really games know. popular in Europe or.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, maybe. It, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Might be interesting to look up and see.
0: Yeah, but, um, so it, it wasn't awful, I remember playing a bit of it, um, it was still made by, like, Japan Studio, mm-hmm. but it was, um, it was basically, like, their kind of, like, Mario Party, uh, yeah, in a sense, just number of minigames.
1: Yeah, probably Which, like, f- a lot of games, like, a lot of game companies were doing, because, like, Crash Bandicoot made, like, a party game, and, like... So, I feel like they were kind of just following the trend of, like, oh, we need a party game, because everyone else has a party game. Yeah,
0: for, yeah. To, to a degree, anyways. Yeah. But, um, Ubisoft published that one, too, actually.
1: Huh. That's so oh. funny. I still think it's weird, but, like, I guess it makes sense for the times.
0: And then after that, there was a... There was apparently an Ape Escape Eye Toy game that only came out in Japan and Europe, as well.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Not the uh, Eye Toy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um... And then after that was another uh, party game, uh, Ape Escape Academy.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Which was a PSP title. Um, I played a good amount of this one because we did get this one over here.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I remember I rented this one at a Blockbuster.
1: <laughs> Ooh, Blockbuster. Back,
0: it, to to like the people who remember what Blockbuster is. but um, a- Anyways, it, it, that one was a party game, but it wasn't like a Mario Party style. It was more just kind of like a minigame collection where you had a whole bunch of... um you had a whole bunch of like random like mini games that were mm-hmm. available and you kind of just you'd have to complete them all to a certain degree to move on to the next set it, yeah. and basically the whole gimmick was the uh, you you were in a school an academy for, uh, for the apes to be villains oh and like all the uh, the, the instructors were the freaky monkey five and no. was the inspector de- <laughs> oh <my laughs> was the dean
1: that's so silly oh it was God. really
0: goofy but it was it was for a PSP game it wasn't bad
1: yeah, it was but enjoyable. It, you have good memories from it.
0: It wasn't amazing either. Yeah. <laughs> and it did get a sequel.
1: Oh, fun.
0: But the sequel only came out in... Japan. Japan and Europe.
1: Oh, okay. What
0: I gotta the import heck? the European version at some point and give it a shot.
1: Yeah. It just makes me laugh. But, how, uh, like, i like, Europe gets it, but we don't get it for some reason. <laughs>
0: And then following that, the next main game to release was another PSP title called Ape Escape on the Loose. Yep. Which was a very early PSP title, and essentially Ape Escape on the Loose was a full-on remake of um, the first Ape Escape.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And featuring, like, obviously updated graphics thanks to the PSP's power. Yep. Unfortunately, though... There's a catch. Oh no. So the game is pretty much almost 100% identical
1: oh.
0: to the original. Yep. Yeah. In pretty much every way except for one key factor. Oh no. The PSP lacks a second analog stick.
1: Oh, oh, I didn't even think about that, but like yeah. yeah. Oh. So how is so, that playing?
0: So what ha- What they did to compensate for this was, camera control is, I believe, relegated to... Because normally it's the D-pad controls the camera, which admittedly isn't great in the main series, but it's, it works for what it is. Yeah. Camera control is relegated to R and L, uh, the two shoulder buttons. Oh! But be- because of that...
1: What's um, the jump you button? You can't
0: jump can't be a shoulder button anymore so they move jump to where you expect it to be on the X the cross button yeah so you you lose a hotkey in the process oh but at the same time because there's no second analog stick they had to compensate for um, the items mm-hmm. so I try to remember I know basically they'd still be mapped to hotkeys yep but instead the hotkey would activate the item so you, the the net would be basically you'd set the net to say like square mm-hmm. and you'd press square and then the net would come out in front of you yep and then the sword would be like say triangle and you'd basically so it's it would take away a lot of the precision and instead you'd have to be more about angling your shot right and then pressing the button
1: Oh, okay so more kind of was... like traditional games
0: uh yeah but really stiff and not fun oh no <laughs> and then I don't even remember how the other items worked, because all of them incorporated the analog stick, and none of them were quite mm-hmm. good. You, you also had to switch between items more now, because you, had, you of course, were missing an extra uh, hotkey. Yeah, And it's a shame, too, because graphically it looked really good.
1: Yeah, it just uh, it didn't work with the actual controls of the PSP.
0: Um, if it was a Vita game... Oh man, that would have. Been it would have something. because it
1: had the dual analog sticks. Yeah. That, that like, kind of have... surprised me that they. Why didn't they have two when like, the PlayStation is like, um, known for the dual analogs. You know. It
0: probably wasn't really thought about at the time. Yeah. I mean, because technically the PSP doesn't even have an analog stick; it has a like a. a, th- a circle it's like pad a little yeah. In the corner. That kind that kind of works like an analog stick. It's not the greatest thing ever, but it it works for what it is. Yeah. I mean, it was better than the DS in that regard for control yeah, of true. Game games. But, um... Yeah, so... Ape Escape on the Loose is probably one of the biggest missed opportunities in the series. Mm. And then following that one... So the series... Getting up to 3 was weird, because there was a lot of spin-offs mm. in between. And, uh... One that... Um... No, actually, I think 3 actually was the next game that came out. Oh. Whoopsie. So, anyways, getting to Ape Escape 3. This was the... Fi- As of right now, actually, this is the final main series game. Yeah. To, to date.
1: Oh, I miss 2000- Ape Escape. Bring it back, wow. Sony. Bring it back. We need Ape Escape.
0: Hashtag Apes Will Escape.
1: Apes, yes.
0: Um, but anyways, yeah, Ape Escape 3. This one was... This is probably the one that I've we, we have the most memories of.
1: Oh, yeah. No, definitely.
0: Because uh, we played the heck out of this one.
1: Yep. Well, because um, this so- one, the main story was that it was, of course, like, Spectre coming back, but it was based off TV shows, right?
0: Yeah, he was taking take trying to take over the world with TV, and he was using these horrible monkey shows and broadcasts to uh, basically bore people into, like, veg- vegetative states.
1: Also, this is an off note, but now that I think about it, last... Last episode, we talked about um, the Nickelodeon games, and the Fairly Odd Parents game was also based around TVs. So I yeah. wonder if that creator was like, hmm, Ape Escape, hmm, hmm, they, I don't know. I just I, thought that I, was I, really I, funny. <laughs> Maybe he was I a highly, fan.
0: I highly doubt it. But I um,
1: just thought it was funny after like listening, like talking about that, and now we're talking about this. Just, it made me laugh. It was like a funny. Well,
0: actually, actually I think that Fairly Odd Parents game actually predates Ape Escape oh. 3.
1: Whoops! Ape Escape <laughs> stole from Family odd because Ape Escape
0: Three came out. <laughs> Ape Escape Three came out after the PS3 was already released. Now that I think about it, because oh, it was it
1: oh. Either
0: right, either right after or right before. Right before the same okay. year, definitely. Hmm. But uh, Ape Escape Three was definitely a shift for the series because they tried a lot of new things. Because I think the problem with Two was Two didn't try enough new. I guess you could say.
1: Yeah. And 3 tried uh, too much new?
0: No, because I think 3 is the best game in the series.
1: Oh, okay. So 3 tried a good amount of it. 3 tried a good amount of new. Woo. Yeah. I can speak. Well,
0: because 3... 3's whole thing is basically all the stages are based off of TV se- shows. Like, the whole joke mm-hmm. is every stage is supposed to be a production by the monkeys. <laughs> yeah. So every every epi- every stage is literally a different, like, TV like gimmick and uh, what's cool is this is the first game that features a completely new cast yep because the cast of the first two games they got they got vegetatized by the TV thing so they're basically useless for the entire thing yep we don't actually ever find out what happened to them either which is kind of funny But um, so this game instead you play as two characters you get a choice you can either play as uh, Kai I think the the boy's name was Kai and the girl's mm-hmm. name was Yumi I believe
1: yeah, and this was the first game that let you play as a girl character too, right? It
0: gave you an option. Period. Yeah. And uh, they, what was cool is too is they had two. Um, they had uh, two uh, gimmicks. Because mm-hmm. um, it was kind of it was cool because the the guy character was basically you would play as the he played identical to Spike and Jimmy, uh, so would Yumi in terms of gameplay, but she had an extra gimmick. Yep. Uh, cause she was a pop idol. Oh, uh, did some the of,
1: monkeys, like, love her? Some of them- Some of
0: the- Some of the monkeys were fans of her, and some of them would just, like, sit there with hard eyes and wouldn't actually put up a fight, and you could just catch them easily.
1: Oh my god. So, so it's she almost was, like she was almost the easy mode, like-
0: In a sense. It's not a yeah. particularly hard game to begin with, but-
1: mm-hmm.
0: It was just a funny little gimmick that, um, she had.
1: That's so funny.
0: And she also had her own, like, uh, Beam Saber. Hers was, like, pink, and it was, like, slightly <laughs> different.
1: <laughs> but, be... um,
0: the basic design, uh, the game kind of backstepped a bit, because it had, it didn't have any new items. It had the same items as the original game, but instead, the, uh, Ape Escape 3's probably biggest, um, introduction was the, trans- the transformation morph system. Oh! I don't remember this.
1: Maybe I'll remember it once you tell me about it. Probably. So
0: every um, section of levels had its own like, you'd unlock a morph towards the end, and basically it would be it was kind of like a super mode, where. Oh,
1: that you would use in the boss fights. Oh, okay, I remember. Yeah.
0: Progressively throughout the stages, it it had a limited time. Although, via upgrading, you could basically make the thing limited. I mean, limitless. Mm Mhm. But um, each one was basically a designed around like that particular like um whatever the gimmick of the Freaky Monkey 5 was that stage yeah but like it like the first stage the first morph I remember was like a um was it, it like, was, like a, a knight? knight? yeah it was a knight yeah. in shine- shining armor or yep. like a wiz- wizard like paladin thing for Yumi yeah because they had their own unique ones which was cool
1: oh that's so fun but
0: um yeah so they basically have like improved like combat abilities and they have like a special like uh, move that could just catch, like, tons of the monkeys at once.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, the knight had this, like, I remember had this, like, field on the ground that would, like, catch all the monkeys that were in the field at oh, once. Oh, wow, that's
1: so you, helpful.
0: It, so with timing, you could get, like, three of them at once. It was cool. Yeah. Uh, the second one was, like, a Wild West guy, and it could catch, like, you had, like, you could launch, like, nets out of you like, you had these, like, twin, like, shooter guns, and <laughs> you could, like, launch, like, nets out of them. Yep. Uh, There was, like, a a genie, like, wizard thing. It could, like, dance, and you could, like, charm the monkeys with it. (laughs) There was, like, a ninja, like, you could run across, like, walls and stuff. They all had their cool, like, little gimmicks, and it was an interesting new idea. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it was the same setup, basically. Like, every stage would end with, like, a Freaky Monkey 5 boss battle. Yep. Although, this time around, they had different gimmicks, because this time, the, uh, the the uh the white mad the mad professor one he um
1: he's the first boss that you
0: fuck. he was the first bi- boss and he had like a giant dragon robot a dra- in, yep. in, like a medieval castle uh then there was he was still a mad scientist though and then the uh the blue monkey was like a cowboy
1: Yep, and he had he rode like a unicycle right didn't he have yeah, was like, like a like motorcycle a- unicycle
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a unicycle motorcycle it was the weirdest thing ever uh the yellow one was like a s- typical samurai and he was three yep. times more disturbing in this game
1: Yep, he had, he like, the a, weirdest voice, too. <laughs> he, was by, he was voiced by...
0: He was... That's the thing. He was voiced by Steve Bloom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what Steve Bloom was doing, but he,
0: he it was, it was having a time. <laughs> it must have been a page... I mean, he's got range. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> I'll say that.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, that was an interesting one. And then, um... What was another? Uh, the Pink uh, Monkey was... She was a
1: genie. She was, like, a little she was a, She was, like,
0: a genie dancer. Yep. And her... And she, she was, was a pop
1: that... star too, because I remember now that I oh, remember yeah, they were the rival- girl one. The girl she was like, like she was mad at her or something, right?
0: Yeah, she didn't like her because they were rival pop stars. Yep. And uh, she's also the one that runs off and you, you can't catch right away. Yep. And then the 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 red monkey was a um, like a ninja like warrior. Yep. And he farted a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that was his gimmick. I, I, it, 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 Japanese jokes. humor.
1: Yeah. No.
0: But, uh, this was also the point, though, where, like, the monkeys were, like, super, like, expressive. Yeah. Because there was a bunch of, like, uh, via cheat codes you could add in. You could add in a bunch of special monkeys that were, like, specific you could find throughout the game. And they were, like, special, like, Easter egg ones. Yeah. Like, there was one that, that was called Spork. And he <laughs> was just Spike from the first game. Oh, my only, God. Only a monkey. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh,
0: then, then there was Bimmy, and he was... Jimmy. Yep. Uh, there was a whole bunch of them. They were all really goopy. um
1: Yeah. This game uh, they they're... definitely utilize. Oh, sorry, you go first.
0: Well, it was just like they were. They were all a lot of them were all based off of like uh, the the level themes. So you have like yeah, L- Little Red Riding Hood and um, the the big bad wolf. <laughs> there was like monkeys. a
1: princess one in the castle. You could find yep. the princess like a queen and the king. You can find all... one of the
0: levels was like a TV studio and you had like a one of those like infomercials being filmed yep and it was like about some workout equipment so you had the guy the one of the monkeys was like doing the thing and then the other one was on the workout equipment and you actually catch her her the you catch the monkey is still on the workout equipment as it runs <laughs> from you it's great what uh, there's a Darth Vader one yep like, there's straight up just Darth Vader and Superman at one point.
1: I wonder, like, how, if they had to pay for that with the licensing. I'm assuming, yes, but who knows back in the... I,
0: I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't specifically s- stated as Darth Vader, but I mean, there was also Jason But it Borghi's was
1: implied. <laughs> it there, was in... was
0: a J- there was a straight up Jason Voorhees monkey at one point.
1: Alright, why not? <laughs> they,
0: they were, there were some funny ones in this game, though. Yeah. And one of my favorite gimmicks was One of the level gimmicks you'd always find Is you'd find a TV camera And you'd have to wait to catch the monkeys like yep. If you caught the monkeys right away You'd um If you caught them right away Then you wouldn't be able to um Do the, the filming thing But basically you'd leave them on the thing And then you'd film a little segment So you'd add an additional thing that you could find And yep. you could watch these hilariously bad like videos that you, <laughs> Of the monkeys later on
1: Yeah, oh they're so silly
0: that one was cool, cause and it had like a really weird, like oddly deep storyline. Yeah. Like with the 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 specter's like partner, who was like this like bizarre like guy with like an afro, like but he had like a really complicated backstory.
1: Yep, and wasn't he was a monkey in the end, right? Wasn't he? Wasn't no, he, no, like he had a, a monkey,
0: monkey? He had a monkey helmet on.
1: Yeah. Because it was an
0: experiment. Because okay. an experiment went wrong. Yeah. It was a fun, it was a funny uh just bizarre plot
1: yeah no. that, that one I, definitely that one's the most memorable for me like was I don't a, know. T-
0: there was a titanic parody in that thing
1: <laughs> yep God. and that one I, had like a lot of like extra content too with like you oh could, yeah there was like the videos of, like the stickers all that stuff a ton too. of
0: like little like graphical things you could change like there was additional RC cars you could collect my favorite being the flan flan it was a plate of flan oh that was the rc car
1: oh flan like pudding a flan
0: yeah yeah putting yeah. just a straight up rc car and it was funny yeah. uh that <laughs> one also had, that one also had a movie maker system where you could make your own yeah movie that's movies. what i was
1: thinking about yeah did you ever were, really do that i think you did sometimes you missed we did a it. couple
0: and then i found out that each one took up a freaking space like block on your memory card oh like, nope, so no, you no, were like
1: no. nope
0: none of that um, and then also, this one had one of the greatest mini games ever. Yes. So it had a similar gimmick of like unlockable mini games. One of them was like this weird like like shot put football game where yep. you throw monkeys, and it was unique. <laughs> Why not? Yep. Uh, I forget what the third one was, but the second one was one was, of the greatest.
1: It was like it a was parody. Of- right? Yeah, it
0: was one of the greatest things in any. Game ever, it was called Metal Gear Solid.
1: (laughs) So I can, I bet you can guess what it was.
0: (laughs) It was literally a Metal Gear Solid parody, like that a full, full on like Solid Snake was in it. Although he wasn't, (laughs) it wasn't David Hayter voicing him, but that's beside the point. But you had like all the characters, um, and you played as a Solid Snake monkey.
1: Oh my god! And it was a legit.
0: You it was like a legit stealth game. Like, yeah! It, it had its own save, like, it, it it took up its own save block. Like, it was that in-depth.
1: Oh, I remember, like, when you first found it, and you were like, what is this? And then you were just like, what? Like, this is a whole other game! Yeah, we this is so just conf- Metal Gear Solid!
0: Well, because we, we were kids at that point, and we'd never yeah. played Metal Gear. Yeah. Um, but oh. Yeah, anyways, getting getting back to that. What, what was funny, too, about that was um, in Metal Gear Solid Three: Subsistence, there was actually an uh, there was actually another Ape Escape tie-in because there was a uh, a mini game in Metal Gear Solid Three called Snake versus Monkey, where you had to catch Ape Escape monkeys.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> it
0: was it was a, it was amazing. That's so only funny. in the obviously only in the PS two version, but still.
1: Oh yeah, no, but still very funny. Oh, that's so funny.
0: Oh god, I, Ape Escape Three aged so well.
1: Hmm. Have you, like, played it recently? Or? Yeah,
0: I've played it a couple times. Um, it's good. I, I don't think it did well, though, sales-wise, because that's... Aww.
1: That was the last we, we ever saw. That was it. the
0: last... Well, I mean, that was the last game in general for the series, because they have... Well, not, not the series as a whole, because there was spinoffs after, but um, hmm. it was the last main series game, and they have teased a fourth one, but...
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, I remember seeing, like, a, a teaser for the fourth game. That was, like, a couple years ago, though, right? That was
0: that was a decade ago
1: yeah i guess it just fell through unfortunately
0: i i don't know it's hard to say yeah i don't know if they just don't see a market for it because they've been teasing other things like they had this sony press conference with like the head of like the ceo of playstation had like a freaking ape escape helmet on his head at one point but then they didn't announce anything it was like okay
1: but maybe it's a sign something's in the work i mean they've been doing so much with like classic games like uh crash bandicoot of course and well, that's
0: not really Sony. That's more Activision is finally doing something with the things. Yeah, they own.
1: but hopefully Sony will do something because I like I remember like when I studied abroad in Japan, that was like two years ago, and I remember seeing like an apes, one of the monkey, like a plushie. Um, so it's still mm. popular in Japan. So, so Who
0: knows? what's what's funny though is following following Ape Escape 3, the next game that came out was called Ape Escape Million Monkeys, and it only came out in Japan for the PS2, another game I really want a Japanese PS2 for. Yep. But, um, it basically, it took the whole action-based, like, the action gameplay from Pumped in Prime, the mini, mm-hmm. the party game, and incorporated it, incorporated it with the platforming. And oh, made, like, okay. another, like, a, a just a spin-off game. Yeah. Which is apparently super dark, too, from what I've heard. Oh. Like, it's got a very dark story. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so there was that one, and then there was Ape Escape Saru Saru Big Mission for the PSP. Oh, which very I, I Japan need to, name. I need to import that at some point, because I, that's on the PSP, and the PSP's region free. Yeah. But I guess that one had a gimmick where you controlled, like, a giant monkey. It was kind of like Mario Odyssey, actually, where you controlled a monkey helmet, and you could capture things.
1: Oh, that's so funny, actually. Wow. Wow. No,
0: I want to try that one out at some point. Then there was also Ape Quest, which was a. Um, it was like a RPG adventure game.
1: Okay, you sound confused, but
0: I I never played it because it was on. It was only on the PSP store.
1: Oh okay.
0: And I we I didn't have a, we didn't really have the ability to buy stuff on the PSP store because we just didn't really figure out how the internet worked back yeah, then. Yeah, no. So we kind of missed out on it. I guess it got a physical release in uh, Japan, so I might try just try to import that over just to see what it's about. Yeah. So there was Ape Quest, and then... Uh, other than that, it was kind of... I think there was a kart racing spinoff at one point. Oh, okay. There was a couple odd... <laughs> Ape Escape was just odd in general.
1: Yeah, no. But, it's just like, it's a weird series, but it's a fun hmm. fun series.
0: But I mean, after that, the because f- the last one that came out was an 07 which oh, was okay. that PSP game, and then we wouldn't hear anything until they announced a game for the PlayStation Move. Oh. Ape Escape. So it had a couple names in production. There was Ape Escape on the Move. I think it eventually just became PlayStation Move Ape Escape. Oh. Very generic name. Wah, wah. I, I think in I think in Europe it's literally just called Ape Escape actually. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah, but it was a full-on continuity reboot for the series, and it had, like, these weird anime cutscenes that didn't make any sense. Oh, no. And it was kind of like a rail-shooting party game, where you use the, you, the PlayStation Move to, like, catch monkeys. It, yeah. It, it looked really good, because it was in HD on the PS3, but...
1: The actual uh, gameplay, not so I, much.
0: See, here's the thing, I, I was super hyped for it when it got announced, and then I... It, I found that it was only releasing on the Playstation store in America mm-hmm. so it was a download only game and I, I saw that it, I saw the reviews were really terrible for it and I was kind of like oh, uh, so eventually just, I you go
1: I was going to well, say I, it was just like uh, it was one of those like they just put the Ape Escape like characters in it but it really could have been any other game it really wasn't
0: Yeah, like, well it, it's a very Ape Escape it just it, it wasn't very good Oh. But, um, I eventually tracked it. I imported a European copy because uh, Europe got a physical.
1: Yep.
0: Um a physical release, so hmm. I played it. It's eh, I mean as as a romp, a little romp, it wasn't bad, but like yeah. but very it's like disappointing. you play
1: it once and then you're like, "All right, I've I've done enough." That's it. It was
0: just it was just disappointing cuz it was kind of like that's where the series ended and we haven't had anything since.
1: Yeah. Aww. Other than
0: like random teases, they re released um Ape Escape 2 on the PSN. Mm-hmm. And um uh, Spike the Ape Escape monkeys still make appearances everywhere.
1: Yeah.
0: Spike was a playable character in PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale, for yep. the people who remember that.
1: Woo <laughs> um,
0: I, honestly my favorite was the um a, the Ape Escape monkeys were little were um little big planet uh skins.
1: Oh, that's funny. That's really so cute. So you,
0: you, could, you could turn Sackboy into an Ape Escape Monkey, which is fun. <laughs>
1: that's really cute.
0: But yeah, other than that, the series has basically been dormant ever since.
1: Hmm. Well, I hope they bring it back, because it's a really cute game. I, I just want
0: an Ape Escape 4. <laughs> like another no, game yeah. in that traditional style. Or or even just remake the first one again in HD.
1: Yeah, or like the second or third. Remake yeah. them all! Do like a remake, a three-pack remake. Boom, get them all.
0: The the ape escape, Saru Saru collection.
1: <laughs> the ape escape trilogy. Get them.
0: I'd I'd buy it. I'd buy it day one.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. We don't know what Sony is doing. Maybe they're working on it right now. Who I knows? Don't think,
0: I, don't th- I don't think Sony knows I what can they're doing dream. half the time.
1: <laughs> I can dream. Maybe Ubisoft. <laughs> they're working no, on it.
0: <laughs> no, they're too busy just pumping out more Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed and <laughs> whatever other thing that they're working on these days.
1: Yeah. I just know that they do Assassin's Creed and there's a lot mm. of those.
0: Yeah. No, we've done a few. Thank you. I just got (laughs) I got coffee.
1: Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Nice.
0: Um. But yeah, I mean it's. (laughs) Oh god. That was was
1: so weird. (laughs) I didn't know what was going on, and then suddenly, and it's funny too because we're we're talking to each other on Discord, and you're like in the dark, so I can't really see anything, and I just hear the door go. I'm sure you can hear it on the microphone, and then I just see a copy appear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, um, th- I have to say, I have to go, after we record this, I have to go say thank you to Mother.
1: <laughs> yes, go go tell her that you love her, and that I love her.
0: <laughs> well, anyways, I mean, ov- obviously I'd say it's pretty safe to say if Escape 3 was probably our favorite of the three.
1: Yeah. No, that's I, I the one really, I have the most memories playing, like, with you. I
0: really want to get a, a Japanese PS2 now, just so I can import those over, because I really want to play those.
1: Yeah, no. I bet you could find one.
0: Uh, they, they fluctuate in price, that's the re- mm. only reason I've been hesitant.
1: Well, maybe if we ever go to Japan, I know there's plenty of game stores, because I remember I bought you a couple, of, like, Sega Saturn. Did I get you, like, a Sega Saturn game? A couple of those?
0: Yeah, you got me those in the controller.
1: Yeah. I and I controller. I remember seeing like PlayStations and uh, other Nintendo costs. Uh, oh yeah, it,
0: it's not that it's 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 not that expensive. I just it's I'm kind of lazy and I just haven't got around yeah. to
1: it. <laughs> yeah. Then no, I have to track down
0: stuff. the actual mm-hmm. import the games over, and that's probably what's holding me back the most right now.
1: Yeah, but hopefully you do it someday because I would like to mm. see it too. I'm really curious, especially the one where they <laughs> steal the, the pants. Th- oh, <laughs> uh,
0: 2001. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm really curious. about <laughs> it.
0: Anyways, guys, thanks for joining us on this one. That was a good talk.
1: No, it was a good talk. And a good coffee interlude. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yep. Well, anyways, guys, uh, Gaming Collecting Podcast can be found on all your major podcasting platforms, particularly uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We are brought to you by Anchor. And thank you once again for joining us as we discuss the games that shaped us.
1: Thanks, guys. See you next week.
0: Yep. All right, see ya. (laughs)
1: Bye! Oh no, my mouse.